0: Today is the day of salvation. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today. A few weeks ago, a brother remarked that if Christ does not come by the end of this millennium, there will be a noticeable falling away among the ranks of the Christadelphians. They are disillusioned by their predictions that did not materialize, by calculations that proved to be incorrect By the long delay of the promised advent, and by the apparent condition of the world, it is a very natural mindset to ask how long, O Lord our Savior, wilt thou remain away? Our hearts are sometimes weary that thou dost absent stay. Yet saints their watch are keeping, their cry goes up, How long? And Revelation 6.10 depicts the saints under the fifth seal crying with a loud voice, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood? When Daniel asked, How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? He was given some very specific time periods. The question for succeeding watchers was this, which brings it down to us. What is the starting point of these periods? How are the time periods to be interpreted? What will the ending point witness? There appears to be a period of delay or carrying at the time of the end. Habakkuk 2.3 reads write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it shall speak and not lie though it tarry wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry the prophecy is suspended specifically written for those who are alive and remain at the end. It is written for us. We are informed that there is going to be a period period, of apparent delay, postponement, carrying. Just as Noah entered the ark seven days before the rain fell, fell as a trial of his faith, So the present-day believers may be faced with a similar delay to try our faith. The Septuagint version of this verse reads, Though he tarry, wait for him, because he will surely come. He will not tarry. In the very next verse, the prophet adds, The just shall live by faith. Although it would appear that approximately 6,000 years have elapsed from the creation of Adam, our calendar may be somewhat off. If it was only off by one-tenth of one percent, a very minute percentage spread over 6,000 years, it would amount to six years, not a very long time. For example, in 2 Samuel 5 and 5, It is recorded that David reigned six and a half years in Hebron. Yet in 1 Kings 2.11, we read that David reigned seven years in Hebron. Obviously, the years were stated pretty accurately in 2 Samuel, but was rounded off in 1 Kings. When these rounded off years, plus and minus, are accumulated over a 6,000-year span, a small difference of calculation is almost bound to occur. But this should not be a problem of concern for us. We live in a world of globalization, a world of instant communication. In the Falkland Islands War a few years ago, it took many days for the British Navy to reach the war zone. Compare that time frame with the recent war in Kosovo or East Timor. In a very short order, the United Nations were fully involved in military operations. Things can happen so fast today that the so-called carrying can change in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. A situation that seems like all things continuing as they were can abruptly change to a worldwide confrontation. The Almighty did not give advance warning when the earthquake struck Turkey, Athens, Taiwan, and Mexico, which we know happened recently. We was we. We must heed the warning of Jesus in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh, Matthew 24 and 44. Christadelphians seem to have the idea that the Middle East must be ablaze with war in order to usher in the advent of the Master, the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. The scriptures do not give credence to this notion. On the contrary, the day of the Lord comes as a snare on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Luke 21, 35. In other words, there is no advance warning. No alarm or bells to signal a day, signal a day when the Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, when the dead in Christ shall rise first. The modern generation could aptly be described as an instant gratification society. How true that is. I think of it in terms of the me generation. Me, what, what I can get for me, what I want. You're, you're after me, I'm first. That seems to be the way society is today. Road rage is only one example of impatience. In view of this, one can understand why even believers get impatient about the advent of our Lord, about his second return. The only proper way to to measure the perceived delay is to measure the short time against eternity, a few weeks, months, or even years of waiting, measured against eternity, is as nothing. Picture this scenario. This really got my attention. The judgment is over, and the saints are immortalized. One saint says to another, I don't see brother and sister so-and-so here. The other saint replied, No. No. Two months before the advent, they got tired of waiting, lost their faith, and left the Ecclesia. How sad. What a tragedy. Besides specific time periods, many of which have been correctly interpreted, the Almighty has given us signs of the Second Coming as well. What is the outstanding sign that we know of today? Isn't it the witness of the nation of Israel? While this sign is largely ignored by the world, it is paramount or chief or number one in our minds, in our understanding of the scriptures and of the end times. The sign of the nation of Israel is looming larger day by day on the international scene. The reason for this is that the future status of the city of Jerusalem is now officially and finally on the agenda of the peace process between Israel and the PLO. It's finally come to that. Prime Minister Barak has given the committees until February the 15th, 2000, six weeks, to come up with a framework to settle the final status of Jerusalem, the future borders of the two states, and the matter of Jewish settlements, the final treaty must be reached by September 13, 2000. So what is that? Nine months? September, October, November is it nine, 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah, nine months from now, the final treaty must be Addressed, They must look at it and make a decision. We know from Zechariah 12 and 3 that at the time of the end, Jerusalem will be a burdensome stone for all people. We know that both sides are demanding that Jerusalem be the capital city of their respective states. <coughs> we also know that Jerusalem is a city of the great king of the Jews there is no doubt that this impasse will bring all nations into the decision making process and we also know that all that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it we have a forerunner to that look at the nations of Great Britain who held a mandate over Israel they were the greatest power on earth at the time what are they now second, third rate power they have gone down considerably God has brought them to their knees for what they did to his people and just think if it's September the 13th the year 2000 we have nine months to put our house in order to do the things that are required of us. Brothers and sisters, we have now ended the time for the final divine solution to the eternal status of Jerusalem. The next few weeks and months and years will probably be the most exciting times in modern history. We need to keep our eye on Jerusalem. Remember, he will surely come, he will not tarry, wait for him and keep the faith so we have an opportunity while we are alive and well and have good minds and can think and reason and can come to this place not just because it's Clinton but because it's a place where we come together to meet around the table of our Lord to remember his great sacrifice this is the reason we come here We hear the word of exhortation Which can can build us up in our one faith And make us wise unto salvation But we come here to remember The sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ It is his sacrifice That gives us the hope of eternal life Live every day unto the Lord But live each day as it comes uh, one in my class who can quote uh, Psalms 118 24 just quote it right out this is the day which the Lord to in who said that good good for you Matthew good for you that's what it says this is the day which the Lord hath made we will rejoice and be glad in it isn't that wonderful that's a, that's a good thing to say Well every day is a new life to a wise man and each morning we should say to ourselves today is a new life a new chance to work out my salvation with fear and and trembling ever looking to Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Look to this day Yesterday's gone. It's only a dream. And tomorrow's only a vision. It's not here yet. But if we live well this day, we make every yesterday a dream of happiness and every tomorrow a vision of hope because we have lived this day unto the Lord. So we should look well to this day Because this day, this day that we have right now, will never ever dawn again. And life is slipping away with incredible speed. As we have so often heard quoted, I shall not pass this way but once. Therefore any good that I can do, or any kindness that I can show, let me do it now. Let me not defer nor neglect it, for I shall not pass. This way again And we should add That we should do all things heartily As unto the Lord Now in brief I would like to really Reiterate The following ten points In view of this being the new year And every day being a new day To a wise man Number one I really like this one Just for today I will be happy just for today, day I will be happy this assumes that most folks are about as happy as they make up their minds to be happiness comes from within happiness comes from within it's not a matter of externals it's what you are in here it's not a new car it's not a new home it's not a new restaurant to go to it's 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 not, oh, I made a pile of money this year. It's not those things, oh, look at these beautiful clothes I got to have. That's not what it is. That's not what happiness is. Happiness comes from within. It is not a matter of externals. It's just not. And if we have what seems to us to be insufficient, did you know that we would be miserable even though we possess the whole world? If you don't have sufficiency in what you have today what would it take to make you happy so you don't find happiness where you go and you're looking at the guy that knows I know that I thought I could go somewhere and be happy it just it just don't work you got to take that happiness with you wherever you're going and when you get there and get planted you should be happy You don't go there and find it. You just don't. You take it with you. (coughs) Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, that geteth understanding. Number two, just for today, I will try to adjust myself to what is and not try to adjust everything to my own desires. I will take my family and my business and my friends as they come and fit myself to them. God grant me the serenity. What is serenity? Serenity is calmness of mind or or composure, that which we are. God grant me this calmness of mind to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can. And we have that ability. And then the wisdom to know the difference. The correct usage here application applying these things to know what the difference is number three just for today i will take care of my body knowing that it is the temple of the living god first corinthians the sixth chapter tells us that our bodies are the temple of the living god i will exercise it and care for it not abuse it not neglect it so that it will be a perfect machine for god's bidding Number four, just for today I will try to strengthen my mind. I will learn something useful. I will not be a mental loafer. I will read something that requires effort, thought, and concentration. Now you tell me what could require more effort, thought, concentration than the word of God which is able to make us wise unto salvation. Number five, just for today, I will exercise my willpower in three ways. I will do somebody a good turn and not get found out. You ever tried doing that? Do somebody a good turn and not get found out. Let <coughs> not thy left hand it's out here, know what your right hand's doing over here. Better kind of keep them separated so they don't one don't know what the other one's doing. And I will do at least two things I don't want to do, just for exercise. Number six, just for today I will be agreeable. What do you think about that? Can we do that just for today? We'll all be agreeable. I will look as well as I can. Dress as becometh brethren of Christ. Talk low, talk low. Knowing that a soft answer turneth away wrath. And that's the truth, it does. We just don't call upon that. Should act courteously. Criticize not at all, and not try to regulate anyone else. Number seven, just for today, I will try to live through this day only, and not try to tackle my whole life problems all at once. I can do things for 12 hours that would appall me if I had to keep them up for a lifetime. And you know, I remember a short time ago when Sister Ashley had those two babies boy what a struggle she had there for a while and i thought when i reread this i thought what if she thought she had to keep this up for a lifetime she'd go out of her mind but she knew there was better days coming and that that would end and and get better and it certainly did but just let us all remember that we can do all things through christ which strengtheneth us Number eight, just for today, I will have a program. I will write down what I need to do every hour. I may not follow it exactly, but it will eliminate two pests, which are hurry and indecision, which are not conducive to spiritual thinking. So what should we do? We should let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus our Lord number nine just for today I will have a quiet hour all by myself and relax I bet you wish that don't you sister Ashley have a quiet hour all by myself and relax well maybe we can just have a half an hour all by ourselves and relax no well how about 15 minutes all by ourselves and relax I will use this hour half hour 15 minutes to commune with God in prayer and reading what will that do it will broaden my understanding and strengthen my faith believing with all my heart that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God and what does he say he says draw nigh unto me and I will draw nigh unto you. And so what is the opposite? If we don't draw nigh to God, he won't draw nigh to us. So we are told, draw nigh to me, and I will draw nigh to you. Come looking for him. Number 10. Just for today, I will be unafraid. Just for today, I will be unafraid. Nothing's going to bother me. For perfect love casteth out fear. Perfect love casteth out fear. Especially I will not be afraid to be happy. Not be afraid to be happy. To enjoy what is beautiful. To love. And to believe that those I love, love me. It is now late in the night of our world soon Jesus will call you and I to stand before him all work is finished each life page is done not one line can be added or altered in any way so do we as believers in Christ do we realize how full of opportunity and responsibility are these days of today. How full of opportunity and responsibility, responsibility are these days of today, this day that we have control over. In these fleeting hours, the time we have left, we can build a character that will withstand his searching introspection in the day of judgment. It is far better to examine ourselves, now, here, rather than when we stand before him at the judgment seat and reflect on the wasted hours. Just visualize that day in your mind, think about it. Now is the time, yesterday's gone, not tomorrow, today. Let us live these remaining hours of Gentile times in his service. I'd like to close by reading Psalms 19 Psalms 19 I love this Psalm for you put me down in the earth Read this psalm. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle, for the Son Which is as a bridegroom Coming out of his chamber And rejoiceth as a strong man To run a race His going forth is from the end of the heaven And his circuit Under the ends of it And there is nothing hid From the heat thereof The law of the Lord Is perfect Converting the soul The testimony of the Lord Is sure making wise the simple the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey honey, and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent, from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Brethren, let us hold fast to the word of truth and sell it not. I know these days that we live in are kind of hard sometimes. We can handle it if we turn to the Lord and keep him in our minds at all times and observe his sayings and obey them. And I appreciate our young people so much in what Adam did this morning in reading that 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians which tells us of our Lord's sacrifice and what our end will be life eternal in his glorious kingdom not infected by this body of sin any longer being able to serve him without this hindrance of sin to see our loved ones to enjoy their presence to look upon our Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life that we might live to see the holes in his hands and the hole in his side think of that Keep fast. Hold fast to the faith.